welcome to another edition of Sunday Stories, where we tell the stories of the people who make North Church Guthrie such a special place to be. I'm your host, Corey White, and I'm joined this week by our guest, Luis Hernandez. Luis, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, of course. Uh, first question, what, what do you do at North Church Guthrie? Okay, uh, so I am part of the usher team. Um, I help uh, Carol and, and Albert, and I am also part of the uh, security team. What drew you to those positions? Um, I would say, so I really, uh, what it was is I, I wanted to serve. Um, I have time and, um, you know, I, I, I would pray, hey, God, I want to serve. Um, put me where you need me. And those were two positions that were offered and uh, I, it caught my attention and I said yes. Excellent. Uh, how long have you been coming to Guthrie? Uh, okay, or Guthrie. No, North Church. North, North Church. Church, Guthrie, yeah. Uh, since February of this year, 2021. Okay. How did you end up here? Um, okay, so I, I moved to Crescent about two years ago, um, and I was going to a church in Hennessy where I went, uh, I was going there since 2010, I believe, and I was still going to the same church, and I, I, I mean, it's like 45 minutes one way from my house, and I said, oh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a drive, you know, I wanted something closer, um, so I, I, I went out searching, and uh, I actually went to a church in, the church in Crescent, um, a good church, but everybody was, uh, older people they were older people or very tiny people and and i said oh man i really would like something more multi-generational and uh, i googled i googled churches and north church came up and i said oh, i'm gonna go visit it and i came um and i was greeted i felt very welcome um and i liked it so I've been coming ever since. Is there anything besides the multi-generational aspect and, and that, that draws you to North Church? What keeps you coming back? Um, I would say community. Um, it, it, the multi-generational aspect of it was uh, the main thing. And uh, just the community. I've, I've, I've uh, linked up with some of the brothers here. And, um, and uh, I would call them my uh not just my church going friends but uh my brothers and uh we encourage each other and and do life together so i think that's probably that would probably be the second thing good you said well, how important is that to you uh to have that kind of uh that brotherhood is that something you were seeking yeah definitely oh um it's just it's very important to me um, and I would probably say I think it would be important to anybody, um, you know, doing uh, life in Christ. Um, it's it's kind of hard if, if uh, you don't have uh, that community, you know, if you don't have Christian brothers and sisters that uh, you can um, share your your thoughts and, and your needs and, and uh, talk about them with each other and encourage each other. Um, it's, it's harder if you don't have that. 
Um, so it, it really builds you uh, and it, it gives you strength to go out and, um, and just share love and pour that onto uh, people who, who don't know Christ. So very important. You said you moved to Crescent two years ago. What brought you to Crescent? So uh, the house I bought is my first house. Um, and I, I, I work in the city. I was living in Dover at the time with my parents. And I said, well, I, I want to live closer to work, but I also don't want to live so far away from my parents. I didn't want to move into the city because then I'd be uh, close to an hour away from them. Um, and so I, f I found the house in Crescent. Uh, I went to the open house and, um, I, I, I like the rural. I like the, uh, I, I, I'm not a big city fan. So I really liked, uh, the idea of staying rural and it, it was a good price. So, um, and I liked the place. It was, r it was in between work and home. So, uh, that's, I said, I'm well, those, your, your listeners, so you can't really see Luis right now, but he, you, Luis, you look about like 16. Yeah. So the <laughs> fact that you own a home is, is mind-boggling to me. What, what made you want to want to buy a, a home? And I, I won't ask you your age, but you seem young. Uh, so wh why, why so young to, to buy a home? Uh, okay, so I get that a lot. I'm, I'm 28. I'm 28. And people always tell me I look very young. <laughs> Uh, I was 25 at the time. Trust me, as a man of get, getting older and older, it uh, it's it's nice when people call you younger than you are because I don't get it as much as I used to. Yeah, well, it's probably nicer when you're older, you know, because at, at this point, people think I'm 16, and it's just you don't actually look 16. I was I was kind of embellishing, but definitely, uh, definitely in your <laughs> maybe yeah early 20s. Yeah, it, it's it's you know at first people may not. Uh, take a young looking person serious but with respect and just the way you act uh, it changes your perspective uh, but back to the question I was 25 and uh, I just felt like I, I, I was ready for independence because I was still living with my parents and um, the funds were there and, and um, uh, the doors were open uh, the Lord definitely opened that door up and so I was able to purchase the home I just wanted to uh, grow, you know, learn, go out there and learn and, and, and be independent. You, uh, you bought a house at the right time though, cause you try to look right now. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be finding much. Yeah, definitely. Yes. What, what do you do for work? Uh, so I am a diesel tech, uh, and I've, I've been doing this since high school. Uh, right after high school, I, I studied, uh, diesel automotive, um, and regular gas automotive. And I've been doing uh, diesel work ever since. Is what do you? Is there things you like about it, or what drew you to that profession? So, I was encouraged by my dad. Um, he would see that I had an interest in in working on cars. It's something that he does, and I would go out there and and be with him. And uh, I didn't mind getting dirty. Mm -hmm. I, I would get in there, and I always had an interest in knowing how how a car works. You know, uh, I used to think, uh, uh, man, I wonder how an engine works. And, and, you know, it's funny because I would have a cartoon play out in my head of uh, these tiny little elves spinning gears and making the motor work. And obviously that's not how it works, but that, that isn't how it works. No. That's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Oh, Luis, no, you're crushing me right now. 
I that, that was it. I thought that's how it worked. Oh, uh, and and not just that, but uh, even like the AC, like how does how does how does the car get cool? Um, how does the transmission work? And and so I was very interested in that. And uh, my dad encouraged me, hey, you should study automotive. Um, so that's where it started. It's just the interest in knowing how how things work uh, is what drew me to automotive. And uh, sometimes it's great. Uh, there are there are days though that I won't lie that uh, I ask myself, man, is this really what I want to be doing the rest of my life? Uh, so that's 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 there. But I enjoy most of the work though. Most of the times I do enjoy it. You know, I think most of us are like that. We have those days where we're just like, really, really, this is what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and it always kind of goes. Uh, you don't you don't really know or like life is not the way you expected it to turn out when you're you know 15 16 it's just not it always works out a little differently or a lot differently than 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 you thought it might yeah you do have a you, you were telling me you have a kind of an entrepreneurial spirit and maybe you want to scratch that itch at some point yeah yeah definitely so uh like i said i earlier um i went to high school in hennessy and uh um, the church I was going to in Hennessy um, um, had a lot of business owners, um, uh, members were part of the church. And so I guess you could say I grew up seeing uh, just regular men and regular women um, uh, just venture out and, and, and start their own business. And, um, and so that really stuck to me, uh, seeing how just, like I said, regular folks um, doing good. And then so I, I kind of grew up thinking, well... I think one day I want to do the same. Um, they were able to do it, and um, it's something that I would like to do too. Um, so I think that's where I think that's where it started. Would Would you like to stay in in the field you're in now, and maybe open your own shop, or just go in a totally different direction and like open an ice cream shop? Oh no, definitely would. We'll stay in my trade, uh, uh, mainly because it's something that I I'm more comfortable doing uh so i would definitely stay in the trade and who knows maybe uh maybe once i get the the idea of how entrepreneurship works uh and i feel comfortable enough i might venture off into something else it's just no telling at this point yeah well that's that's good that uh, you you have that spirit i do i do not have an entrepreneurial spirit really and and you know sometimes i kind of kind of wish i did it's not something that i would think i was born with yeah uh, uh, you, you said you went to high school uh, in in Hennessy. Did you grow up in Oklahoma? No, actually, I did not. Uh, I have moved around uh, a lot. Um, so I grew up in Arkansas in a tiny town called Hope, um, which is actually where Bill Clinton is from. Uh, I lived like two blocks from the school he went to. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, pretty interesting. Um, I lived in Georgia about six years too. I grew up in Georgia. Those uh, Georgia saw my teen, my teen years. Um, I lived in Texas two years, um, and now Oklahoma. So this is the place where I've lived at the longest. I'm here ten, close to eleven years now. What was it like moving around so much as a, as a kid? I think as a kid, um, the biggest thing is you make friends, and it's just. It's hard to have to tell them goodbye. That's the, the, the biggest, the hardest thing. Um, everything else, you don't really think about it. You don't really think about it. Or at least I didn't. 
um, I just remembered hearing, hey, we're going to move to Georgia. Uh, and I said, okay, uh, let's go. Uh, but definitely having to say bye to your friends is always hard. And, um, you know, anytime even. It's, it's, and I think I, it, it got to a point where I was, where I even said, man, I'm just, I don't, I don't mind having to learn, or I don't care about having to learn people's names anymore, you know? When I got to Oklahoma, um, I really didn't try. And, and so just because you meet so many, uh, so much, uh, so many new faces and it, it gets to the point where you're like, oh, um, not even going to try to remember you, their name. You just go, hey, bud. You just go, hey, bud. Or, hey, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> sometimes, no kidding. Sometimes I would say, hey, uh, you, I, I'm sorry. I forgot your name. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a struggle for me, too. And I'm, and I didn't move around as much as you. Oh. Did, uh, did, the, uh, did, do you learn, like, do you pick up a skill, is it a skill t- that you kind of inherit, you, you would learn, like, maybe how to make friends quickly? Or is that something that it comes with the territory of moving around a lot? Um, you know, I don't know if I picked up that skill. Uh, what I did pick up pick up on is is uh, the difference in in I guess you would say uh, culture. When I when I showed up to when I showed up in Oklahoma, um, the how how would I say the the vibe is totally different. Um, so the more I moved, the harder it was for me to fit in. I would I would say. Why did you say that the vibe is totally different in Oklahoma? Um, so I guess uh, I would say the culture really makes a difference in, in, in like uh, where you're at. Um, like a choice of words. Um, for example, Oklahoma is, is very, very agricultural, I would say. It's a very uh, hardworking state. Um, so I grew up with uh, seeing farming and uh, uh, all all related businesses. So there was a lot of work when I showed up here, and I think uh, work really influenced uh, the way um, uh, kids in school acted. I guess you would say it was uh, it was it's just a, a working vibe, um, and it's not something that. Um, um, I, I experienced when I got here, so it, it definitely makes a challenge, gives uh, makes a challenge to fit in because you're you're different, you know, and it's like man, I want to fit in, but I don't, I'm not like that, you know. It's so yeah. Is there a f- place you liked the most? You know, pl- where you lived. Um, honestly, I like Oklahoma the most, um, and the reason for that is um, I have grown so much here. Um, like the, the choices that I make today uh, are based on, um, well, how can I grow? Um, and I pray a lot. Hey, uh, I pray for wisdom. And uh, in my recent uh, homes, like in Georgia or Arkansas, you know, I was very young so uh just um i have childhood years there but here is where i i'm I'm growing and i'm learning and uh um you know just i think i think i would say i like oklahoma just because uh i'm growing 
um, boy, I, I guess I don't know how to describe that. It's just the decision making behind it. I'm, I'm learning. You're, you're gaining wisdom, and maybe the people around you as well are helping you to yes to, to gain that wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about your uh, your mom and dad. My okay. So my parents. Um, my, so I grew up. I have. I have. I don't call my my dad as my stepdad. He is my stepdad, but he is my dad because uh, the 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 spirit the the sp- the spiritual side of a dad is there. You know, he we talk. Um, he counsels me. Uh, he gives me his perspective on life. Um, but my my biological dad, uh, the man that I grew up with, um, you know the 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 that aspect of of him just wasn't there he he drank a lot and there was definitely a lot of um how would you say uh abuse growing up uh towards my mom they would argue a lot and so um i think that's that's something that i would definitely uh anybody who would ask me hey about uh being a father i would definitely tell them hey spend time with your kids um try to get to know them um because you know growing up you have questions and and you need guidance so so definitely that wasn't there growing up but uh my my dad today uh is a good man he uh he hauls crude oil for a company sentinel named sentinel uh my mom is a lovely lady uh very gentle uh very very kind-hearted um both from mexico uh, my dad is from northern Mexico, and my mom and I are both from south South Mexico. So even there, even there, there's a difference in words, um, and it's funny because they'll be they'll be talking and 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 they argue over over how what what the right word for a uh, uh, tomato is, you know, because this, we we say things differently. Um, so that's that's something that goes on at home. It's just funny things like that. Do you, do you go back to Mexico? Do they go back to Mexico? Do you join them? Do you travel? Do you have family still in Mexico? Yeah, I I don't go back to Mexico. Um, mainly because we're an immigrant family. Um, when I was three years old, my my biological dad and my mom uh, came into the United States uh, undocumented, and so, um, but my mom when she remarried to my dad uh he's naturalized so he uh they're definitely working on her residency um but i can't go back to mexico because um i have what is called daca uh and basically it's a work permit that i i I am granted and i have to renew every two years um but there's definitely limitations um uh, with that permit i can work but i can't leave the country uh, so I've never seen Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I was brought in at three years old, and and I don't know my, my my birthplace. You know the uh, you know DACA and uh, you know the Dreamers kind of thing that uh, is, is some people call it. They, um, you know, it, it, it gets it, it, there's a lot of politics behind that. But what it, from your perspective, what is it like? Um, you know, being that status, being living 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 like that. Um. I think it has its advantages. 
to be honest. And it also has its disadvantages. Um, the advantages, or w- at least from my point of view, is it, it, it really challenges us. We are challenged um, to work hard to achieve our goals. Um, for example, I don't qualify for financial aid. None of us do. Um, so uh, all the, 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 the college, and I, I don't have, I, I have a two-year degree, but still, um, I had to pay for all of that. Um, I went to school and I worked at the same time. So that's uh, definitely the challenge that I had, I, I would say, um, helped me be the person I am today. Uh, I work for what I, what I want. Um, my dreams, um, I know I have to work for them, you know, to accomplish those dreams. So uh, the challenge, I would say, is a blessing. Um, but two, it's got its limitations. Like I, I can't go to, I can't travel outside of the country. I can't see Mexico. Um, I have a lot of friends that like to go hunting, and I, I want to go with them. Uh, I can't buy guns for the mm-hmm. same reason. Uh, my dad is a truck driver, and so uh, it limits me. I can't get a CDL. I would like to get a CDL um, and do that. So it has its limitations, but it also the, I think the limits, the limitations that come with it also present a challenge. And, and challenges are always good, I would say. Um, definitely, yes. It's a great answer, Luis. I just that I, I really thank you for for sharing that. I mean, there's just your, your just the struggles, but also the the, the uh, how it's made you a better person. How it's made you uh, uh, you know because that's that's something uh, you may not think about uh, is that that you going through that has made you more resilient. Yes. And and more able to uh, you know to to work hard and to achieve the things that you want in this life, and that's phenomenal. Yes. Do you do you have any brothers and sisters? I do. So I I am the oldest, uh, twenty eight. My brother is twenty. Man, I don't know their their ages. He's twenty two, and uh, my sister she is nineteen. So it's just us three. You close with them? Oh yes, definitely, definitely. I I grew up changing both of their diapers, so <laughs> I love them to death, you know. And and we argue. I think. Like any brothers and sisters argue, I argue with my brother the most. And it's funny because uh, he lives with me. And I think living together, living with him has really um, brought us closer to each other. Um, you know, it, it's because you either you either don't work things out and argue or or I, I, I have to be the bigger man and and and, you know, when I'm angry or he makes me angry, I have to say, you know what, if I, if I say something back, things aren't going to work out. So I try to maintain the peace and, um, and I, I, I think that's, that's buried some fruits there. So he lives with you now. He lives with me. Okay. Now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a roommate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell me about, uh, your walk with Christ. My walk with Christ. So, um, that's okay. So, I would have to go back to uh, when I was 16 or 14. Um, like I said earlier, my biological dad uh, really didn't sit with me or, uh, you know, tell me, hey, son, uh, this is good, this is bad. Uh, there was no guidance. Um, 
and and I I know I, I'm not trying to blame put the blame him for uh, a lot of the mistakes that I made growing up because in the end I I still had a choice but um, growing up uh, when I when I uh, entered high school I didn't know how to pick my friends so I I, I hung out with the wrong crowd um, made a lot of poor choices and at that time my parents were going through a divorce so there was definitely a lot of um, um, how would you say breakage in the family um, uh, I was out you know hanging out with my buddies um, uh, doing drugs and just getting in trouble you know my mom had to go pick me up uh, at the county jail a few times growing up because uh, you know they just we got caught doing things we weren't supposed to um, and uh, when I got my first uh, when I started working with my uncle I was I was 14 at the time and so I I, I helped where I could the way I could um, because my mom at that time was single and uh, I did what I could to to help pay rent or uh, bills and stuff. And I, I just remember, you know, one day I kind of looked into my life and I I said, man, who, who am I, you know? Who am I going to be when I'm 20-something years old, 30 years old? Um, and uh, I remember asking God, hey, I want to be a good man. I, I don't know. I don't want to... Um, I don't want to keep walking in the way in, in, in the walk that I am in now. And I was 16 at this at this point. Um, and it's funny because about a month later, I was invited to a church that uh, my mom started going to. And I heard the gospel for the first time. And I, I believed in God. I believed in Jesus because I grew up in a Catholic church. Um, but I never really understood uh who Jesus really was or what he came to do and who I was and uh, who I was without him and who I am, uh, who I would be with him and in him. Uh, so that's where it started. Um, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. We moved to Oklahoma and uh, I remember we started going to a Spanish Baptist church and I would go on my own will, you know. My mom didn't have to drag me to church. I wanted to hear God's word, and um, so I would go um, and listen to God's word, and and it was just amazing. Um, I, I heard things I never heard before, um, and I got a job at a feed mill, and um, so this place, you know, naturally it's full of dust, um, uh, spider webs, and and and. and I, I decided to clean out the, the area where I was working at, and I found the Bible. Uh, and I started reading the Bible. And that was the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. No kidding. Um, I started in the book of Genesis, and I didn't want to leave the Bible. Like, I didn't want to stop reading. It was just, it was like a soap opera. Uh, I just wanted to know what would happen next. And that's that's where my uh, faith in Christ really grew. I was 19 at this point in life. I got baptized. Um, 
and and I got to know God. I got to know His heart and what He wants for me. Um, and so I just got involved in church. Uh, about 23, uh, at, at the age of 23, I uh, I would say I, I went back to my vomit. You know, I I, I made some poor choices, and um, and I think I would say that's where my spiritual battle really started happening. Um, because I knew God, and and I I knew what He wanted for me, um, but I had walked away. I was like the prodigal child, you know. I I I left home, and um, and these battles that I was facing, uh, it was very hard to open up and and confess them because, you know, I was doing youth devotionals. I was part of the worship team. Um, I was. Uh, invited to be part of the pulpit committee and represent youth from our church so being a part of all of this made it really hard for me to open up and and say hey i'm battling with this and this um i need help i was just very ashamed um and i ran away i i I quit going to church for about six months just because i i felt the 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 heaviness of uh of knowing that uh, i just wasn't walking in Christ and and here I was worshiping at church and um I just felt like I I felt like uh the the hypocrisy really it it bared down on me it was heavy um so I quit going to church for about 6 months and there were days where I just really needed to talk to Christ and I felt like I couldn't I felt like I couldn't pray and and it was the enemy who was really um making me feel unworthy um and making me feel like uh i could never um be redeemed and so uh when i started coming to north church i i I confessed in in, um, the man's bible study that i started attending and i just uh, i told him what i was struggling with and and how i felt and um there was really this uh spiritual rebirth in me um uh and i can say that if you are struggling with something and and you don't confess this uh if you don't if you're not open about it and not honest it's it's easy it's very easy to um not walk with christ if you're walking in darkness um and when I opened up, I felt so free. When I finally confessed, I felt like I could uh, just finally be me, walk in the light. Um, and that's where uh, I, I, I started growing spiritually, I would say. Um, and so definitely today is different. Um, you know, I when I, when I pray, uh, I definitely uh, come to Jesus like, uh, open-heartedly and I, I tell him hey um, give me an understanding heart uh, help me fight my battles and I and, and it's more of a I'm your vessel uh, like I I have truly uh, given him my my heart my life um, everything I do um, it's his because just because the love that he has given me it's it's more of a spiritual fight now than um than ever before 
Wow, Luis, that is powerful. That is a powerful testimony. So thank you for sharing that with us. Let me ask you what, uh, and I don't want to dig too deep, I don't, so I don't want you to share anything that you don't want to, but how much do you think, uh, you know, growing up in the way you did with a father who was, um, you know, a little absent, maybe abusive, how, how do you think that led to some of the troubles you, you had as a young man? Um, definitely the, the lack of guidance. Um, from, my, from my perspective anyways, you know, I, I think people grow up with different different battles, different fights. Um, but, um, I mean, my, my, my dad never told me, hey, son, don't drink. He never told me, um, hey, uh, you shouldn't, uh, um, you should, you shouldn't uh, sleep with girls or you should maintain purity. You know, none of that was told to me. Um, so I kind of did whatever I wanted growing up. Um, um, and I, I sometimes wonder if, if maybe he would tell me, hey, this is bad. Um, don't drink. Don't do drugs. Um, I, I sometimes wonder if maybe, you know, uh, it would be different growing up. I think it would. I definitely feel like if he, if he told me um, uh, how, how I should be living out my life, then I would at least have a sense of pride and making good choices, you know, because I looked up to my dad, even though, even, even though he drank a lot and even though he made poor choices, he was still my dad. And I looked up to him. Uh, he was my hero. And, and definitely if, if a hero would tell me, Hey, um, you know, do good. I would definitely do it just because he told me. How important was the, the that North Church men's the Bible study uh, to you during that time, and how did they help you finally decide to, uh, in your words, confess to the, some of the things you were going through? Oh man! So um, when I when I when I'm around uh, older people, you know. I, I see people who have walked in shoes that I haven't walked into yet, you know, wa- walked in yet. Um, they have experienced uh, struggles and battles. Um, so I definitely admire uh, older men and, and, and women for this reason. Um, and when I opened up, um, they just made me feel like, hey, you know what? Uh, your battles are are nothing new. You know, I... I I never opened up because I felt like I was the only one battling with the things I was battling with. And they just said, hey, uh, this ain't new. Uh, what you're battling with is nothing new. Um, um, so the encouragement was definitely there. Um, I felt like I could be open uh, with everything and anything. And... Um, the wisdom was definitely there too um and and being that uh, these men are godly men uh the the spiritual um healing and and and, and guidance was uh definitely there too i think you alluded to it but maybe the advice you would give to young, a young person uh who's walking maybe the path that you're walking as you said you're you're not the you're not the first person to go through what you went through you're certainly not going to be the last what what advice do you give uh you know to that to that young person is it is it to make sure to find a community you can share your struggles yeah that's funny that's funny you ask because 
I always ask older older man, uh, hey, if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what would you what would you tell yourself? Um, and uh, and and so I've never really asked myself what would I tell myself if I could go back in time. Um, so I think if I could give advice to a younger man growing up, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to word it, but I think I would say, Hey, uh, um, pick out somebody you admire, you know, uh, somebody that, that, that you see for, uh, their goodness um just for the impact that they make in other people's lives um pick somebody out and and be their friend you know preferably an older person uh be their friend and and just share your thoughts with that person um share how you feel share your struggles um because life is not about doing it alone and when we do life alone, uh, it's harder to make the right choices because uh, we don't know what choices to make. So I would definitely tell a young person, hey, um, definitely uh, uh, seek out a, a, a leader, seek out a mentor, um, get advice, get tips, and yes, definitely build a community of, uh, of, of Christ-fearing friends. Um, and then and just do life together encourage each other to do goodness to do greatness um and and just love each other how did uh you go from a catholic background to to more of a protestant where where did that transition happen um so when i was uh young by culture we just went to a catholic church uh, and it's very, very predominant in in Hispanic culture. Um, it's 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 just part of part of uh, the culture. You go to a Catholic church, and you know it's just normal. It's it's abnormal to not go to church. Um, so it was more of a we go to church because it's Sunday now. Um, but you know, in the midst of my my struggles in life. Um, I was really seeking something uh, true and just just seeing how when you truly get closer to God, when you read the Bible um, and you want to uh, uh, really satisfy him, uh, that made a big change in my life. When I started reading the Bible, you know, I started seeing some of the things that that I thought, oh, um, well, we do this in the Catholic Church. Why? You know, uh, like uh, the the what will always stick out to me is God is a jealous God. You know, and there's no uh, so this hard is this word is very hard for me to say, but there's no in intermer there's no person in in between you and God. Yeah, yeah. There's an in, intermer in, intermediate. Inter yes. In, in, yeah, I can't even do it either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In so, intermediary intermediary that, that is the word that i was wanting to say uh jesus is the only one uh jesus is the way the truth and the life uh jesus is god jesus is god's son and you know at the catholic church we were praying uh to the virgin mary we were praying to saint joseph 
uh, and so many other saints. And I asked myself, why do we do this? You know, uh, these saints were regular, uh, like the apostles, you know, uh, we're the saints. Uh, you and I are the saints. Um, so, and we're just normal people. Why, why, I would ask myself, why do we pray to these saints? I should be praying, uh, I can pray directly to God. So, definitely, um, you know, just reading scripture opened um, truth, and, 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 and that's, um, that, that, that made a big change in, in what I believe in. That's good. I bumped into you yesterday, actually, or a couple, yeah, uh, as the day before we recorded this podcast, and we were down at uh, North Church, Oklahoma City, and we were uh, hanging out, learning all about the Department of Corrections, uh, the Oklahoma Department of Corrections. We were going through their their training, um, maybe to do some prison ministry, and now that you shared your story, I can understand why you might have a heart uh, for those uh, incarcerated, but yes. tell me why why you uh, decided to to go to that uh, Department of Corrections training. So, um, fun fact: uh, I'm 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 single, and I have any he, any rather good looking ladies, by the <laughs> way. So I just I'm just gonna throw that out there. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> it's true. I tell no lies. Oh. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, I, I have learned in Paul's teaching that teachings that singleness is a gift. Um, you know, when you're married, uh, as a man, you have to devote your time to your wife, to your kids. You have to, uh, you know, shepherd your flock, be there for them. And, and that's a gift too. Um, but singleness is a, is is a gift um in 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 the way that uh we have more time for god you know we are definitely vessels in his hand and so the time that i have as as uh, as a single i want to use for the glory of god um and i have prayed hey god i want to serve um um send me your way you know where do you want me um and just being here at north church um I would say that uh, through uh, members uh, of this church, um, I, I I was aware of, of prison ministry. You know, I I got connected to it, and um, and I said, yeah, that's something that I would like to do. You know, um, because I I yes I I I I I was troubled when I was young, and so um, just the hope that that God has given me the restoration that I have seen in my life, I want to share that with others. I want them to know that God can do the same thing with them the way he has done with me. And so, um, and, 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 and God wants us to visit the prisoners. You know, it, it, it says it uh, in black and white in the Bible, visit the prisoners, uh, visit the sick. Um, so uh, definitely something I want to do, something I want to experience um, and I just, I pray that uh, he uses me uh, the way he seems fit. Well, he's going to use you in some very powerful ways that we see already has. And he's going to, you have a very bright future ahead of you. And you're going to uh, change a lot of lives with your testimony and, and with just the person that you are. Um, and I, I see that 
after speaking with you today. I'm uh, so grateful for you to uh, come on the show and share your story with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. That was Luis Hernandez, and he was our guest today on this week's edition of Sunday Stories presented by North Church Guthrie. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Sunday Stories. We'd love you to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. North Church services are live streamed on Facebook or YouTube. Or you can join us for a live physical service every Sunday morning at 9.30 and 11. North Church Guthrie services take place at 2219 Woodlawn Avenue, just off of I-35 and Highway 33. We'd love to see you there. And as always, love God, love people, and follow Jesus.